0: Madri, this is Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real Podcast You Know The Drill Um, If you're new here don't forget to smash the like and uh, subscribe to the channel We are on the road to 2K Um, Yeah To kick things off I, I think the pinned comment is is not at the live chat more if you can you know quickly this is managed to somehow <laughs> patch it up uh, in a second it'll be great but yeah manscaped are, are, are our sponsors for like the past uh three three or four weeks uh you know the little people um you guys asked for a platform where you could you know show us some love so there you go it's it's uh it's, it's pretty simple you know you use the code lbr 20 to get 20 off and free shipping on manscaped dot com Um, they have a huge catalog of uh, products ranging from beard waxes lingerie all of that Uh, they are of course pioneers in pillowcase grooming but they have a whole uh, massive catalog of uh, you know all all sorts of stuff uh, you know so yeah show them some love show manscape some love show us some love pick up everyone again Um, to talk about the game um, I would try my best to not um, you know get angered by you know what i just watched for the last uh yeah uh 100 minutes or so it wasn't pretty um we knew going over to valencia especially the mestaya was was never going to be easy it has always been um, a venue that has given us nightmares you know to, to say the least um one win in 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 the last for valencia was completely out of the window the moment i read that because you know come the day that dragon walks into town you know there will be a different uh different team different side with with uh with an agenda to just spoil our party um yeah three losses in the last five visits to the mestaya it didn't bode well you know um two wins in the last 10 years that, that, that's a shocking stat you know um not gonna lie that's just what makes i guess mestaya such a fortress um valence especially against against us uh their defensive record uh throughout the season six goals conceded you know the least amount of goals conceded in the in the spanish top flight is nothing short of amazing especially um considering what they had to go through last year and you know losing players and you know still managing to put up a fight uh and kind of mix in with the top dogs uh you know here and there um Coming into a performance, we have uh, more to help us break it down. Big up my co-panelist, Mo. Um, talk to me, man. Early thoughts. Uh,
1: honestly, like I don't really have any words to say anything because, like, for me, yeah. okay. Le- let me just be visceral, okay? For me, this the thing is like, uh, Zano is like one of the better referees in Spain. The I'm way sorry. I feel is that like one of the better referees in Spain just created the next biggest referee scandal in Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like this for me. This is the biggest uh, refereeing scandal, like that I've seen on the pitch, you know. Because I, I can't say it's like the biggest refereeing scandal in, the, in Spanish football because we know what happened with Negreira and everything. But man, yeah. on the pitch, I've never seen like something as rubbish as this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you, you just have to look at the whole sequence, man. Like, I don't have words to describe it. Like, he, he takes the whistle, he takes it to his lips, and decides against it when he sees that Brahim is about to cross the ball. As soon as Brahim crosses the ball, so a Valencia guy kind of pressures him and he blows the whistle. I'm not sure what he's doing there. I mean, I mean you, there is nothing to, you know, forget about the fact that Jude Bellingham scored after that. But man, like how does a referee, how does a referee of his experience, how does a referee of his quality make a mistake like that? I don't really know, man. I don't really know. I don't really know what to say. Like, you know, ev- ev- every time there's a press conference, Barcelona guys like Xavi and Laporta and everybody, they'll go out and say, and you know, Lali guys are ad- adulterated. Lali guys this, Lali guys that. I mean, Lali guy is definitely adulterated. It's just not in the way that they say it is adulterated, you know? <laughs> it is adulterated against us because, like, every time we have a decision go against us, every time Vinicius is complaining, we're we kind of like, you know, Vinicius, you, you need to take it into a stride and get up and, you know, just get on with the game. But how do you how do you ask him to get on with the game after this happens, after something like this happens? You know Jude Bellingham like, forget about the fact that he scored, man. Brahim crossed the ball. How can you blow the whistle when there's an attack in progress? Your the ball is in the final third. the The cross is going into the box. Like how how like I, uh, tell me how, man. Tell me how. Like after every game, I am the one who's come today. I am asking you, please tell me. Like please explain to me how. How in the hell is this possible that, you know, a referee, like, blows the whistle in a situation like this? Like, I am completely shocked.
0: It, it, it's it's refereeing 101, to be honest. Like, I haven't gone through the trials of being a top-flight referee. I haven't, uh, you know, applied my trade in in, in, in the second division or the Terracera division. No, you know, whatever the fuck they have over there in, in Spain. Um, one thing that I know for a fact is that if you're a referee with common sense, right, and you have in the spotlight who's someone with such such a huge uh catalog of big games that he is you know being you know basically tasked to handle and there was a very clear reason that he was actually appointed for this match due to his so you you could say straight smarted refereeing no bullshit refereeing right like that's what Gilmanzan is all about and uh, you could see from from what he did at the end of the first half and what he did at the end of the second half he is just as bad as probably anyone else
1: i wanna um, say something that i'm not sure like how you're going to think about it but for mm. me personally when i see matches like this i miss Mateo lahos man like did that guy had the personality to take you know take control yeah. of games like these and yeah. Ayan, he he, he, made, he made games about himself he just had a
0: very punchable face you know that's he, what you know, kind of he
1: made the game about himself but man come on yeah. like he was easily the best referee in spain but mm. after he's gone, you kind of expect Hilman to step up and take that role. But man, like what a, you know, what a disgrace. Like this, this is something you don't really, you know, you don't really expect. I didn't complete I wouldn't my expect point. This. I wouldn't expect mm. this to be happening in the Indian League, right? You wouldn't expect this to happen in the Indian Super League where the referee standard is like so low. I mean, I wouldn't expect this to happen in the MLS near me. I wouldn't expect this to happen in the shittiest of leagues, and this has happened in the Spanish La Liga, a league that, you know, mm. is trying to become the best league, is trying to get past, like, the Premier League, but then you have referees, referees making decisions like this, like, how, 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 with what face can you say, man, Spanish League is something special? I mean, it, it definitely is something special, but it is special for the how bad the referees Wrong are. Wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah
0: it's absolutely you know tribal refereeing that, that 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 really you know puts a taint on what this league can be um i didn't complete my prior you know st- uh, you know statement that I, I actually wanted to make a referee of of a stature or any referee, right like i could i could say the guy who came on what was he 30 35 or something the the referee that came on as a sub um, during a home game Last um week. yeah, yeah I think uh, he had 20, 29, There you go. He looked fucking baby like, you know, for for, for refereeing standards. Um, he had at least a lot more calmness about how we at least went, you know, to dial down as the game went on and kind of close it out on 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 the, on the on the right note, right? Any referee when they see that an attack is gonna break, you should be cautious enough, right? Like if Raheem is running running down the right, you don't let him settle. The moment Brahim settles and opens his body up for a cross, you know if you haven't blown the whistle by then, it is it is only common sense to let that play continue. Otherwise, you know, like no matter like if you're you're playing to the you're playing to the watch, right? You you're playing um it, it, it to the it to the T how the time is, is is calculated and whatnot. No matter what happens, if the ball goes in and then you blow the whistle, you're gonna be annihilated. Like you you can't walk out. Like, uh, like, walk out from the game, you know, without being manhandled. Simply, simply put. So, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, someone who fears for his life, right? Someone who has uh, some sort of uh, reputation to uphold wouldn't do shit like that. It's basically someone who says, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asked to be, you know, uh, questioned about this. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna just blow the whistle and get it over with. Was know, someone? Like, was some, yeah. When things like go this on. happen,
1: you you kind of give into the conspiracy conspiracy theory mm. like right? You're mm. like, yeah, man, this game was like, ex- like exceptionally volatile, and maybe La Liga and RFE have said, oh man, just take the draw and blow the whistle, yeah, don't don't let it mm. go. You it's know, true. All, all sort of conspiracies come up, but man, like, mm. if he had to stop the game, he could have stopped it when Brahim, like you know, before Brahim crossed the ball. While he yeah. was just take, dribbling it out of the box, he got a stop. That's what again. I said. The moment he opens the
0: body yeah, and like, aims to cross. does he cross like
1: finished. how? Like, what football is this where you blow the whistle when the ball is being crossed into the box? Like, I mean, I, 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 I have no words, man. Like, I don't understand this.
0: Yeah. 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 There you go. Um, when, when people claim that either Barcelona or us are, you know, basically the guys who decide uh, what uh you know angle the referee is gonna ref a game from this is the perfect example you know like they just don't care they are just bad either way you know um the negreira situation is it's it's its own entity like i I don't i I can't really you know put that into the equation i just can't for tonight's match this is completely on gil manzano and it again like the least he can do uh, this is not gonna basically rewrite history or anything right this game is gone the result is done all he can do is at least like i would have some respect for him if he came out in the next couple of days and said i hold my hands up this was a clear mistake that could potentially decide where this 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 league title is headed right like it's 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 it's, it's a far fetched you know statement but still like he should be man enough to come forward and just say that that would ease up a lot of tensions a lot of people's you know um mm, it went towards him. Mm.
1: i don't think it's gonna do anything for like he, they, if...
0: he's not like i'm just wishing it's, it's just wishful thinking no, man, at this point. I,
1: i'm just saying even if he comes out and says man i made a mistake and whatnot but yeah like, come on like w- w- nothing is gonna change he, he's like yeah. he's potentially altered the, way the league running was going to play mm. out i mean mm. i don't know man like mm. and on top of that he sent off jude right he sent off Jude. Jude. Went I couldn't even see that. Ancelotti is saying in the press conference that he, yeah, Jude went in and he said that you know, uh, uh, like, uh, it's a fucking disgrace, and he sent him off yeah. for that. Like he's saying mm. he didn't say anything else, but yeah, mm. let's see what he writes in his match report. I mean, he's probably gonna write mm. something. There's also reports about Rudiger getting sent off, but I'm not sure. I read that Rudiger got a yellow or something possible or yellow or something but like yeah i mean, i just
0: saw on twitter that jude is the one who is confirmed to be sent off um, yeah, yeah.
1: Jude, I, i'm pretty sure but i'm not sure about the others
0: yeah not sure not sure about rudiger but the refereeing standards has been on 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 a downward spiral for god knows how long that's why when people come on here and like this is this is a decision that that really even got to me someone who really couldn't be bothered about refereeing decisions you know over the past three or four years like since we've been doing this sport, you see me rarely even moaning or or whining about refereeing decisions because this has been the standard set by even predecessors of you know gil manzano i um i mean mm,
1: like yeah everybody keeps complaining about real madrid tv like putting out videos you know just kind of highlighting how they have refereed against us and how they're yeah you know uh, the mistakes they've made against us and they yeah. say Madrid is, like, trying to pressure the referees or whatever. But when mm-hmm. situation like this happens, what is the Madrid supposed to do? Like, are we supposed yeah. to just sit and take it? Come on, man. Like, the club has to do something. I I hope they do something about this because this is, like, a fucking disgrace, man. I don't really know.
0: Drogba, Drogba or JPG, you know, that that's what this is. It's, 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 a, it's a fucking disgrace. But the whole Real Madrid TV, you know, frenzy, I'm not on board with, you know, like, that's just my personal opinion. Like, I've even told my mates that like my my club really being petulant in a way i know i know you make a very great point that like you can't just sit there and watch this unfold and, and be like yeah this is what fate does to us right like we can't really um keep our hands tight and do nothing but again like regular tv doing all that i'm not a huge fan of like they can do their their own thing i, I don't care like i, I read even reports that the players weren't happy with some of some of the, all, all all that stuff but when you watch again days like this like how 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 else can you react like you have to really put some evidence out there so that more people are you know watching this and 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 gonna ask RFEF you know and 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 the whole La Liga institution as a whole um what what are they going to do with refereeing situations like this like why are there no repercussions at least in the premier league as, as of late like i know it's, it's next to nothing it's basically a tap on the wrist you know at, at the most but still they do man, something
1: even in the premier Go. league they have mm-hmm. like videos they are looking back at war decisions right i mean yeah. we, i could understand if this was a war decision that went wrong this was there was a miscommunication that would happen between like the video referee and the on-field referee but man this mm-hmm. is like the main referee making a stupid decision when the player is crossing the ball. Like I don't understand what they're gonna do about. Like I mean, I, I seriously don't know what they're gonna do about this. Like w- there is no, you know, there is no way you can compensate Madrid for this. Like there is no way you can't give us the third goal. You can't give us the win. I mean, man. yeah.
0: More, more. Uh, to just balance this this whole conversation, like. We have seen this happen before, like, if I'm not mistaken, like, I may be wrong, you know, my memory is, is the worst, right? But it might have happened in other games, probably at, at
1: half times, maybe, right? I, I mean, if you look at the first half, right, the ball mm. is out wide, and mm. the referee blows the whistle before the ball is played. If he had blew the whistle in even the second half before it got played, I would have understood it. You know, my first reaction when I, uh, when I saw that the ball went in, I was like, yeah, man, the referee... Blew the whistle. He probably did it before he crossed. But when you look at the videos that are on the internet, right? You can look at it. You can revisit the play. You see the referee blows the whistle after Brahim crossed. He takes the he takes the whistle to his lips when Brahim is dribbling out. He, he decides no, he's not gonna blow. He just takes the and he doesn't blow. And then when <laughs> after Brahim crosses the ball, he blows. Like what is this man? Like if it if it if he had blown it before, I yeah. wouldn't have said anything. I would have accepted it. Like you know yeah. it happened in earlier in the season against Sevilla when you know. De burgos uh, bengwacha he 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 blew the whistle but still we scored and i, I, I kind of understood because you know he blew mm. the whistle so once the whistle is blown you don't really play but this was something else man this was completely something else
0: yeah the the whole timing of of, of what he did is is just 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 uh, doesn't make sense to me it's it's basically someone who doesn't give a fuck you know that's 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 the bottom line um let me just read up few of the comments we haven't even gotten into you know <laughs> the match um Ashik was mentioning um, Valencia always... Oh, Nacho. Nacho is not just useful as a starter. He's also useless from the bench. I, I don't get this. Um, Gil Manzano uh, did well except end of the first half and the second half. Uh, he also says Valencia always acts like uh, they're something but mid-table regulars uh, and always lays down the arms for Barca like the French did against the Germans. Hmm. Prince Arthur says bigger Prince Arthur he says says uh, Laliga is a joke
1: yeah man I, I kind of uh, feel you Prince Arthur man Laliga is a joke after this
0: 100% if it hasn't been already um, my comments are acting up more can you help me out read a few other comments yeah okay quickly.
1: yeah kind of re- replied to Prince Arthur I don't know like you know if you want to get into it but he said let's blame the league when the team makes uh, let's blame the league when the team makes mistakes like an 8 year old uh, it's convenient mm. to blame the league and ref for everything, starting from clubs, plumbing problems onto fields, subpar performances, Bar says must start doing that. We don't need to follow them, man. Come on. I disagree with this. Like what happened, like in the end was like a disgrace. And you, you know, you, you can complain about it the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Milan is just like uh, replying to him. I don't think. Uh, yeah. He says, now nah, we play trash, but acting like it's wrong to talk about. Yeah. Basically what I said, you know, uh, mm. Rajat says Like we got Fucked over With the La, La Liga ref Man uh,
0: Bellingham will Bigger end- Rajat
1: Yeah Bigger Rajat man And but he asked be- Will Bellingham Miss next two or three games I mean yeah We don't really know What will happen If
0: this. it's a straight red It's going to be At least three games Right No 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 no.
1: It's one nope. game After that The competition committee Oh be yeah free.
0: I forget I forget every time Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So it's,
1: it depends on What uh, what the guy writes In his you know uh, mm. Match report So once that is out mm. That's when we will know Yeah mm. uh, yeah hassan has a nice one yeah big of hassan he says i am already on it i am looking for every witch doctor in europe this will this this ref will start coughing in one week yeah and hassan holy shit
0: holy shit hassan, hassan is, is on a, a different level this time around
1: uh, uh,
0: hassan hassan is, hassan is with the with the gypsies from you know the Peaky blinders and shit you know they're gonna you know cast some spells
1: yeah marcus, up, up hassan. marcus winningham is also in the chat um, mm-hmm. He says La Liga referees are a big disgrace. I mean, echo your sentiment, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rajat has an interesting comment. I don't know. Like, uh, we're probably gonna go into it when we, uh, you know, uh, when we go into the like detail and d- like, you know, uh, discuss the game. Did and...
0: you read out Sid's comment? He was saying, you know, remember who are telling us that we have to get used to this. Hundred percent.
1: I don't remember. Like, what was that? Can you fill in?
0: um no no in, the, in one of the fan camps um okay. one of our regulars he used to he, he was telling us you know the past week that uh, this is going to happen every week regardless
1: you yeah. know yeah yeah uh, uh, has an interesting comment but i think we're going to discuss it when the match starts and basically yeah basically right, yeah right. It, it, it if
0: it's about uh, rodrigo i guess okay just just keep in mind till where we left off yeah, um sure. we have seven minutes before the ad break so we gotta you know kind of breeze through it yeah. um
1: Be- before we go mm. to it i i think we need to kind of uh, uh, i just need to i i just want to bring it up like real madrid like posted an article they all usually do post mm. it after a match and they said that an unprecedented arbitration decision prevents real Madrid's victory in mestaya they kind of fairly uh sc- like they they just laid the blame on Hilmanzana. they said Beldingham scored mm. the winning hole in the last play but hillmanzano annul- annulled it because he whistled at the end of the game and the ball was in the air I I, I hope they do something about it I hope they complain to it I, I don't know like they-, they keep complaining but nothing's really gonna happen so
0: nothing's gonna materialize yeah. from that um that aside honestly this this is gonna happen this is gonna keep happening what can we do, right? Like, should we, should we, should we start boycotting games? Nobody's going to start boycotting La Liga games, you know. People are still going to turn up for games. Like, people who, who think something like that is going to work, it's never going to work. But the refereeing decisions, um, this has been, like, in my opinion, this has been in conversation for at least the past five, six years where there's been outcry for refs to come out, you know, just like managers and players have uh, have to talk to the media let them talk to the fucking media let them let them basically explain to us what their fucking psychology was when committing such genius crimes right like it only makes sense that we get a snapshot of how their brain works right people are different right people are people are completely wired differently so so you know we should give them the platform to be a little more idiotic you know uh in front of a mic but uh yeah we'll we'll leave it to history to you know, correct itself um hopefully but uh moving on into the game um yeah the first gone was what you know 25 30 45 48 48 47 minutes man we were absolutely battered um didn't know how to get out um i was already you know uh throwing my arms in the air in the group chat you know we were me and mo we were talking. Um, about the game and one constant uh worry I had was the very fact that when a team knows how to press us right how to press us uh into 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 basically suffocation we really don't have answers right no matter if we have Jude on the side no matter if we have uh Vinicius playing no matter who we have this was ideally our best starting 11 maybe apart from um being deployed at center back this is our ideal 11 for for the season Yet it couldn't cope. Guys like Cruz misplacing uh, five passes. Fede can't clear a uh, clear a ball to save his life. So many, so many comical errors. So many errors just out of pure pressure. Right? Mo was telling me it's it's the atmosphere to which I, you know, responded promptly that uh, Mestaya is is not uh, alien to us. Like we have been to the Mestaya countless times. And even um, even growing up, I remember even with one of our you know top tier scores um in, in 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 the 21st century we always found mestaya to be super intimidating super difficult to play at but um that, that 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 was my exact thought process like what else are we expecting right more quickly um the first half in a nutshell for you
1: well like i just want to go back to the point that i made you know uh, mm. when we were doing the pre-match uh we, we talked about this and we said that ever since mm. the the transfers between Valencia and Real especially the Miato's transfer, I think uh, it has yeah. been a, a, a frosty relationship. and they, they
0: have been butthurt, especially since Miato. Yeah. Yeah. so, so mm-hmm. uh,
1: and we talked about like the hostility has always mm-hmm. been there. But you know, you have to take mm-hmm. into the fact that what happened uh, last season, especially with uh, you know with how Winnie and Ancelotti went, you know, into them, mm-hmm. especially for mestia for their behavior. This yeah. this time it was gonna be dialed to hundred. And mm-hmm. we expected this, we knew this, but the problem was, like, everybody was trying to protect Vinicius in the first half, right? Mm-hmm. Like, every time we play a game, we always attack towards the left. In the first half, like, how many times did we attack from the left? We kept shuffling the ball out to the right. We kept, like, yeah. I-, I don't know, the player... It wasn't because Vinicius was hiding. Because Vinicius was up to the challenge. He never hides from anything. Yeah. He always mm-hmm. wants to take it. But it was because everybody else seemed to, like, you know, they, they kind of wanted to protect Vinicius. And every ev- everything was going to the do- right. Do you think
0: that was a subconscious... Yeah, thing, I, I, or was I, it a tactical I mean, though? I can't understand that.
1: Like, I mean, every mm. like all these guys, you know, they, they stay together 365 days of the like, okay, not 365, mm. but most of the year. So yeah. there's a camaraderie there, and this is a very tight dressing room. So I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that they wanted to protect him, even if it wasn't conscious, subconsciously. Like all of the game was like trying being funneled to the right, and mm. I think that is that is one of the biggest reasons why why we struggle in the first half. And you know, we we definitely gonna discuss this. But for me right now, I'm starting to worry a little bit about Rodrigo and the way he's playing. So for me, it was a little bit disappointing, but then Vinicius, you know, he never shies away from a challenge and when the opportunity came in, he scored the goal. But like uh, the way Mestai got into a team was like worrying. Oh, thankfully, like we, we won't see game, like crowds like this like in the future, you know, because yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, every away stadium is gonna be intense, but it's not gonna be this intense. And you, you made a right, you, you, made, you know, you made a right point about the fact that we have trouble dealing with intensity. That's something we talked about before we faced Leipzig as well. Like, you know, Ramre do tend to struggle when they are face-facing intense teams. So, yeah, it is something that we have to deal with. But for me personally, I think the the level of mistakes we saw, the number of mistakes that we saw, it was more down to the fact that I think uh, the intensity that the crowd brought into the game today and the fact that players were trying to protect Mm. Vinicius, it kind of like hampered us in the first half.
0: Yeah. Um, Vinicius would have been a nice outlet, but still, I do believe that... uh, the, the effectiveness of Valencia's press would have, you know, yeah, we would have maybe created a couple more chances, you know, would have been a bit more, we would have given them a bit more to think about, at least on the counter. Um, but I, I believe the way Valencia, you know, uh, played against us, especially the first 30 35 minutes. Is, I, I mean, you is definitely the-
1: have to <laughs> praise Valencia because I think uh, Baraja knew how Real Madrid were going to, like, I, I don't know, but he figured it out because, <laughs> you know, they, they left Guillermo on the bench. And they came yeah, out yeah, with, yeah, 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 Guerra was the attitude.
0: difference, he was, he was exceptional. I mean, cetera. they
1: left him on the bench in the first half and they fully took advantage of the fact that we were making mistakes, you know, they, they had Aram the mm. Chuk, they had Javi Guerra, they, 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 they had Sergi Caños, they, I think it was uh, Diego Lopez or uh, well, no, Diego Lopez. Yeah, Diego Lopez. Was it, was Diego, Diego Lopez Luka came on the second half. I think it was Fran.
0: Fran Torres, Fran, Fran Torres. Yeah, so, so, so Fran Torres. they came out
1: attacking, you know, and, mm. yeah, like, we definitely did struggle to it.
0: Mm. Um... Should we take the ad break
1: now? Yeah,
0: I think uh, take the ad break. People, a uh, short break, two minutes, we'll be right. Doris has to say about Manscaped, like a Manscaped again. It's
2: time, it's time to, to talk, talk about Manscaped, Manscaped again. So ever since we started this podcast, you guys asked us how you can help us out and support us. Well, we are happy to announce that we've been sponsored by Manscaped. And it just so happens that the Super Bowl is happening this weekend and Manscaped is here to bring you the new beard hedger pro kit, um, the absolute goat you know of grooming and precision trimming and uh, you can get yourself a good little discount from uh, Manscaped.com if you use our code LBR20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. So in this Beard Hedgehog Pro kit, you get everything you need to create your own signature look and especially do it with ease. You get the, uh, the Beard Hedgehog, which is a cordless trimmer that is also waterproof, so you can uh, just shave in the shower, there's no mess. It is uh, high precision and you get one guard that has 20 adjustable lengths you know so you don't need uh, 20 different guards you can just have one guard that is adjustable to 20 different lengths for you know high precision shaving um and in the kit you get also a bunch of things you you get like a beard balm you get um, beard oil uh, shampoo can conditioner you get a beard brush you get uh, beard scissors you get a comb you get a bunch of things you know so uh definitely check out manscaped and of course what better time to do it than uh, now especially as the super bowl is coming up and you want to you know look fresh for the ladies especially if you're going out on that day and uh definitely you know go and check out manscaped.com uh, use code LBR20 at checkout you know to get 20% off uh, and free shipping that's LBR20 for 20% off and free shipping and uh, thank you to Manscape for sponsoring us and back to the video welcome
0: back welcome back people um you know bigger manscaped again you heard Doris um LBR20 to get 20% off on manscape.com show them some love show us some love um yeah to talk about the game you know like i i want to you know double down on something i mentioned in the group chat you know um like i've said this on many occasions but this i think the the, the timing of this performance the timing of the past three or four performances have you know really haven't you know filled me with confidence you know going into such a crunch period for us i was talking to uh one of um audio audio listeners you know uh earlier uh was it yesterday i think it was yesterday and uh yeah she was telling me that um it, it was almost like we have we have basically she was insinuating you know we, if we don't play like this we would basically end up wheezing towards the end of the season which i kind of understand that yeah like some games or some matches you have to navigate with handbrakes on I get it, I get it. Maybe that might be the reason, you know, we are, uh, we lack a bit of intensity in some games. I do remember that a couple of years ago, you know, when we won the double as well, we had to navigate games with, you know, a uh, uh, handbrake uh, on as well. So it's, it's not surprising, but watching these matches unfold really is is, is nerve-wracking for me, um, where our passing especially is very ponderous. You know, we just let the team settle, into a block and then you know try to uh, um you know pe- penetrate uh you know a, a, a law block especially who is well prepared to you know you know even cover our flanks as well and uh, yeah another big point that I have to make again this we have mentioned probably all throughout the existence of our of our podcast um you know lack of runners whether it be the way that we are set up whether it be the personnel Lack of runners from midfield, lack of runners helping out the forwards is is, is going to be a huge problem. We need people basically having not just one problem, not just two problems. We are, we are already giving teams who are playing against us uh, a, a free way with not having a center forward to pin them back, right? Couple that with no runners. We are basically giving them free estate to, yeah like just you know tie their hands behind their back and wait for us to you know um uh, hit hit a wall and 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 uh attack to you know basically break down and they can go yeah. the other way
1: if if, yeah. if i may like you know just a, a sh- shortened i would say like we are kneecapping ourselves you know with the way we are setting up because
0: yeah the medical lingo fuck that but no, I, uh, I mean, yeah, it's like up, take up, take you, you, yeah.
1: you expect rodrigo to go in and like, combine <laughs> with others you know yeah Vinicius, rodrigo yeah. and Bellingham, yeah. but man like what was mm. what was that today i mean rodrigo he just mm. he was just like you know he was running on the right flank nobody was going inside bellingham and even bellingham didn't look like a hundred percent to me i was kind of surprised yeah he
0: didn't him. look hundred percent fit. no nowhere near
1: mm. yeah and i was kind of surprised that he went night for the full 90 but i mean mm. uh when he was the only one when the ball got to him he created any danger but apart from that like, yeah rodrigo even on the right like he he ran at them or whatever he did like there was no effect out of it, you know. It it didn't really turn out to anything. It didn't amount to much.
0: Mm-hmm. When he did as, as best as he could, you know, even tracking back for the first goal, like it, it was unlucky that, you know, Volker got the rub of the green and, you know, basically he could play out the cross and, we you know, what happened after that, you know, perfect mistake from, was it Fran Perez again? And, you know, uh, the 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 melee the, the, the second reaction uh, of Hugo Duro you won't. I, I like. I like. I believe Hugo Duro is a very decent player. He has scored some great goals. Like I've I've followed his career, you know, ever since he was with us. Um, he he's a very decent player. You know, taking nothing away from his header, but unless you are a Cantera and playing against Real Madrid, you do not get that split nanosecond reaction to to basically direct that towards goal. I, that was I a mean- bullet header. If you deep it.
1: I mean, I, I wouldn't even think that he had the uh, wherewithal to direct it. I think he, Sergi Kanyas, yeah, I think it was Sergi Kanyas who kind of like God uh, just gives the, X yeah, players. Yeah, this. he, he, he just yeah. miss, he misses it. The ball just collides off of Duro and somehow it suddenly goes into the net. Like I don't know. Man, I, I wouldn't <laughs> even say Duro like directed. It. He just got lucky. The way I'm thinking, he just watching got
0: lucky. it. Watching it. The, the the velocity at which it flew into the back of the net. pro I I I, I doubt it but yeah yeah you might have a point but uh, to concede that goal was 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 really gut-wrenching uh there's nothing you can do basically you know watching that unfold you just wonder you know what just what just happened right like it's it's so hard to process but then then the second goal happens you know in in what less than five six minutes Carvajal. um Pretty straightforward, routine back pass. Uh, Who was it uh, on on commentary uh, was mentioning during halftime, or was it after the goal? Stuart Robson was mentioning. uh, I guess uh, the ball was perfectly curved in a way that it went away from Lunin, You know, into the into the into the path of. um, Yaramchuk, who basically had the composure to, you know, take it around him and uh, slot it into, into the back of I the mean, net. I mean, the, mm, yeah. when we
1: are looking at goal plus stats, are we counting that as an as a Carvajal assist because that was like a brilliant assist?
0: One hundred percent. You know, the, the, the swab on it just uh, makes you double check it. Was it uh, Was it a betting scandal? You know, under the wrap? <laughs> it's it's funny as fuck. Yeah, Honestly, so, the, so uh,
1: mm, you know, so this is what I'm referencing the fact that when I say you know the the, the crowd got onto our players because. Play, mm-hmm. like these kind of mistakes you don't really expect our players to be making and you know they were like yeah there are mispasses there are like you know players not being up to speed them being a step slower, or anything but today i didn't feel that today i felt more the fact that they 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 just had the pressure of the crowd on themselves and that, because of that they were kind of trying to make decisions in a hurry and when you do that you know you you have the situations where you're struggling so, for me, uh, that that is why I kind of felt that the pressure got to us, you know, because, yeah, Carvajal has made a few mistakes before, but this kind of mistakes, you know, where he is taking the wrong, uh, complete wrong decision, where he's not putting the right, uh, let's say, weight on the pass, like, you don't really expect these kind of things, and, you know, the biggest example of that was, like, Tony Cruz, man. Tony Cruz is, like, Holy shit. Who, We like, we almost worship him on this podcast, right, and he was the one who was misplacing passes. So that is, that is how bad I think the pressure got to the players today, and it wasn't until Modric came on, you know, for all for all uh, the criticism that I have directed towards him, especially after the Rio game, I think believe it was. He was exceptional. Yeah, he he, he brought in and really brought some uh, you know calmness and solidity to the team.
0: Hundred um, percent. Cruz being on the set pieces, man, I'm not a fan. Um, more, I want your two cents on it. Is, is that the only way forward? Can't I, I mean, a I
1: let's see we have had the discussion before as well. You know, four corners mm-hmm. like ten percent conversion rate, and you know, whenever there's been a big moment, there's been moderates. But like overall, I don't know. Do we really have somebody who's gonna take them better? That that's my question. So for me, Cruz is taking them. It's okay. We can't really do much about. It. I think uh, the the staff that is handling the uh, set pieces. You know, I, I remember like we were talking about it and. Like mm. in, the, in the media as well, we said that, you know, David Ancelor is the, the person who's taking control of these things. So I hope mm. they, they do better, you know. But like, yeah, I man, I, set pieces can be hit and miss, but that is something. Because, you know, we, we do have to give some credit to the team. Because overall, I think in La Liga, we are the ones that scored most from the set 100%. pieces. 100%. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, they definitely do deserve credit. But yeah, I mean, I hope they can do better, you know, because in situations like today, uh, set in the Champions can League, be, can, can be a difference.
0: In the Champions League as well, that's going to be vital, man. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was the first half. You know, I was I was I was wondering, you know, like if we go in at two 0 like you know, um, can we can we really find something within ourselves to come back and and fight? And this was this was a gift, you know, basically a gift, um, from Mamadashvili, really, I would say. But um, up until then, like Fede, Fede really really tried. Um, you know, like his his miss pass was the reason. Um the first goal happened and then Carvajal's mistake was the second goal um so they basically combining to find uh the 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 the, uh the the goal that basically you know gave us some momentum going into the um into the dressing room the break was was almost poetic uh was it was a pretty good cross again low cross from Carvel um it's it's difficult you know you could you could um Pen it on Mavatashwili for basically, you know, misjudging when to come out. Or basically you can, you know, credit Carvajal for putting it in the corridor of uncertainty where, you know, the center back and the goalkeeper really don't know what, what should be done. But either way, I was I was blown away how Rodrigo misses it. Rodrigo basically is is is, you know, primed to finish it, but then he misses the shot. He didn't he didn't basically aim to shoot, but he had to jump over, I think, Mavata But then Vinicius, uh, you know, kind of taps it in um, thoughts on the goal Mo if any you know it's, I, I feel Carvajal be running
1: behind was like pretty good mm. but, like that, that those are the yeah. kind of runs you need when the defense is like you know sitting back and you know eight yeah. deep. and uh, the commentators like on my uh, like on my feed kept saying that was being too passive and not having those runs you know not being mm. like fast in like fast when they're in possession but not making passing the ball fast you know so mm. that run really uh, kind of like opened up Valencia it created spaces that weren't there and the the, the past was, like, kind of in, in, in a good area and, you know, th- that area of uncertainty all, always, like, prompts a mistake or something. But, yep. I mean, Mamadash really made a, <laughs> made a mess over there and that mistake happened and lucky as, like, you know, Vinicius was in the right place at the right time and was kind of, like, poetic because, you know, this was the place where everything happened that happened. You know, we all know what happened over here in last, uh, like, last year. And so,
0: uh, that particular end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... It, Isn't that where the... Uh... Carbon orders of Valencia, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, go on.
1: I, I, I I would believe so, but like I mean, mm-hmm. uh, without go- mm-hmm. uh, without like I'm not 100 sh- uh, percent sure, so I don't really want to say anything mm-hmm. about it. But yeah, man, it was kind of poetic, you know, being at the mistaya and Vinicius scoring the goal that you know brings us back into the game because uh, till that time we were talking about it, we were saying that we needed somebody in the attack to step up, you know, take charge of the situation, show some leadership. And I think Vinicius did that. He kind of took charge of the situation, although definitely was helped by Carvajal, but he made sure that he was in the right place in the right time, and you have to give credit to a player when he does that. Uh, you know, in the second half as well, that we're going to discuss, but, you know, in the first half, definitely that moment, like, completely changed the game.
0: 100%. Uh, a few other comments before we delve into the second half quickly. Yeah, we, have, we have 20 minutes, I guess, uh, to kind of, you know, wrap this up. Uh, help me with that more. Um, Marcus was earlier mentioning the war against Real from La Liga referees are insane. Um, Danielson was mentioning big up guys. Elsie was saying, how can professional referees uh, blow when the ball is in the air? Like, bro, this shit should be stopped. 100%, 100%. Like, who would really step up to stop it? Only only God knows, you know. Elsie um, was also mentioning cost to this uh, referee (laughs) matter tv was mentioning referee puts the whistle in his mouth but doesn't blow it decides to let the play continue then whistles it uh in the moment rahim crosses which ends up in a billingham goal let's just ashie was asking me show me where in the law of the game does it say that the referee must wait for a play to come complete before blowing the whistle the ref is not obligated once the time is up well, it only makes sense. Maybe it's not written in the loss. I'm, I'm not well versed in the loss, Uh, you know that that referee has to abide by. Ashik, you know, I, am I'm, I'm a layman, right? I'm a fan. Um, but I would think you would let a play develop and, and finish before you, you know, blow the whistle like that. That's just the logical thing to do. I mean, um, at some
1: points in time, there has to be common sense, right? The yeah. referee has discretion, but referee in his discretion has to take into consideration like where the ball is and what situation the play is in. And if mm. he blew it before Ibrahim crossed, we uh, will understand. But the fact that he blows when the ball is in the air, like, is completely mm. ridiculous.
0: Imagine Ashik, yeah, like you're, you're late to work, or you, or you, or you, or you're, like, you're late to work at the better example. You're, you're late to work. You're stuck in traffic, and and the and the traffic light is gonna basically turn red in a second. So it's turning to the yellow, and it's gonna turn red any moment. Would you rather wait? You know, completely stop and abide by the rules. You know and and completely stop and wait for the next green light or would you just go when when it's on yellow you would definitely go when it's on yellow going by you know <laughs> the nature that you have ashik you know I, I believe you would do the uh, do what i exactly said so just apply the same logic over here it just makes sense no danielson was mentioning um as much as we played badly tonight uh, we can say that the uh that the ref should actually be... That they should have been actually fair results. The referee decision this time was a disgrace, not going to lie. Pick up Danielson.
1: I mean, uh, uh, soon mm. before you go on, there was an interesting quote from Vinicius. Uh, mm. Yeah, He says, like, we, we haven't been able to... It wasn't that we... Uh, wait, let me just get the right. Yeah, he said, it isn't that we couldn't win. Uh, if we didn't win, it is we couldn't because they did not let us. <laughs>
0: 100%. i am going to... I'm, I'm going yeah, to uh, come... But yeah. We did yeah.
1: Not because we couldn't, but because they didn't let us. So.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna completely side with him for once. Uh, I wasn't a fan of him celebrating with uh, with a plomb, uh, you know, to the to the Valencia faithful, uh, which more rightly said, you know, why shouldn't he do it? You know, he has 100% right to do it, but I just don't like it. I, you know, I mean, like if,
1: um, if the Valencia fans mm-hmm. can dish it out, they can take it. I mean,
0: I would rather prefer him doing it. You know, after a, you know big comeback and basically you know stepping on, on those I, MFs, I, I'm man. I'm sure like, he honestly. Had something
1: planned once the third goal went in, but, you know... <laughs> it didn't, it didn't materialise.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 100%. Um, Sun was mentioning Hugo Duro was yelling and putting pressure at him when he whistled and Duro couldn't believe his luck. <laughs> Did he come out in, in the post-match and, 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 and basically claim that, uh, you know, he didn't know why the ref blew so so late or so early or something I, I, like I, I said I, that I on if Twitter he,
1: the referee, if he had blown like you know before he crossed mm-hmm. in it would have been standard but the fact that he doesn't like he blew after he can't mm-hmm. understand why Ramirez players are angry because like everybody's been angry mm-hmm. uh, Chouameni Vinicius everybody's up in yeah. the media you know Chouameni even said this, this is embarrassing so mm-hmm. I, I mean uh, knowing La Liga and RFEF I wouldn't be surprised if there's a ban coming for Chouameni as well because you know he's, he went to Twitter and said this is embarrassing <laughs>
0: yeah i just hope uh you know they just acknowledge maybe maybe to cover up their own mistakes you know they would do it probably but, sir, i don't I'm know am going
1: to tell you if mm. they don't do anything about these kind of things you know the yeah. next thing is going to be uh, barcelona fans saying oh man you know uh lali guys are frustrated look at this they're not doing anything to remember players when they're criticizing referees and everything you know so it's going to continue
0: you have a point you have a point Honestly, like I'm, 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 so pissed tired of, 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 of all these, you know, drama, especially in, 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 Spain. I think, the, I think it's a reflection of the society, right? They, they are a bit over the top. It just, goes to show in how you know La Liga guys run as well. It's, 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 absolutely fucked. Um, yeah. but yeah. Uh,
1: just to cut you off, I think. Uh, go on like uh relevo is kind of reported on his uh arbitration mm. report and he said like jude bellingham kind of like uh insulted him and said that it's a fucking goal so that's why i sent him off mm. yeah i mean i mean sorry to some of the viewers who don't really like this language but man this is what has been said so
0: <laughs> oh so they like you didn't swear now, you know, i i, like mean, I, I remember before. Me,
1: me and Jacob. we were doing one of the stomping saint me mm. and jacob we were doing one of the previews and somebody didn't like it and they were they kind of mentioned it in the chat so i just really, really? It, yeah. but
0: jacob has uh jacob has a tendency to misplace his fox you know like i, I would i would <laughs> i would suggest you know jacob to basically like train it a bit more i've noticed that with him but uh yeah, jacob does it in good heart you know so yeah pick up pick up uh pick up everyone who tunes in, man um all right for the second half Um, uh, I, I thought mendy was good mendy was really good uh tonight you know he Did combined it? well he yeah, like you, you didn't think I, it was
1: good. I—I—I I, I wouldn't say like for me the issue was like I—I I felt like you know we were weaker mm. in that area, like they would let mm-hmm. us play to, the ball to Mendy because they know it wasn't going to ha- nothing was going to happen. So,
0: he played a very good ball to Cruz. Remember?
1: I mean, uh, he, the thing is like mm. none of his like balls particularly stood out to me, and you know the combination mm-hmm. play wasn't there. Me, uh, we were talking about this in the preview, like me, Farouk, you know, uh, like mm. last game uh, they were trying to recreate what Benzema, uh, Rodrigo, and Vinicius used to do with their combination. That's play. not gonna happen. Yeah, mm. and and Mendy just took the Benzema's place, and Farouk said there's a difference between the go kart and Formula One. So for me, like today again, it was the same thing. You know, they would just Jude and Vinicius, they would try to play, they would try to combine with Mendy, but once mm. the ball went to Mendy, it, 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 it never went into dangerous areas. Yeah, I mean, you, you said one play where they set up Cruz that might have happened. But apart from that, you know, once the ball went there, it was always being passed back, you know, passed into a deeper area instead of a dangerous area in the box. So we kind of did suffer there. And, you know, the thing is, like, I've uh, always praised Mendy for his defensive contributions, especially in big games. But, yeah, man, like games like this, we definitely do struggle. And I was kind of hoping when Ancelotti made the substitution, he would instead put Kamavinga on left back and, you mm. know, bring on Hozulu in place of Mendy. But, you know, he decided to bring in Ferran Garcia. But that's a whole other conversation for me but yeah man mm-hmm. i mean i wasn't really i wouldn't criticize Mendy. he didn't really do anything yeah. wrong but like yeah. for me they could have been you know we needed a different quality of play today. i just
0: i just i just know for a fact that what Mendy brings to the table so you know what what he brings is is that exactly that thing. you can't expect him to be danny kawaha right yeah, on, man, on the i, I so, definitely mm-hmm. agree with
1: you i wouldn't say mm-hmm. he did anything wrong but then you know mm-hmm. going back to it i think we just needed something different from him today
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Right. Um Chuamini. Quickly. We we have uh fifteen or 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 or, or so minutes. Chuamini was exceptional. Mo. Um
1: for, for uh, he me, has been. For yeah. me, the whole thing is like Chuamini's game is gonna be like Chuamini, I think is gonna be talked about about is the injury. You know, the injury mm. that the had. I I want kinda wanna mention it in the like when that happened, I, I, I had this in my mind that I'm gonna mention it before like you know when the podcast starts. Like, you know, mm. we, we kind of wish the best with Diacabi because that was like absolutely horrible. But the yeah. forecast that happened, you know, with the refereeing, it kind of like slipped out of my mind. But then now, mm. when you bring Chouamani, I kind of remember it, you know, we have to take a moment and, you know, wish Diakabi well. because that was Diakabi, like, yeah. Brilliant player, brilliant
0: experience. player. It's very versatile as well. He has been he has been a, a stalwart for Valencia, I think, for the past couple of years. Mm.
1: Yeah, man, and I think he was he was actually having a good game today. Him and Christian Mosquera, mm. like, they, they, they had a good good game today. Mosquera,
0: sense. man, what a menace. He is, he is really good.
1: Yeah, like, I, I was actually mm. reading one of the Spanish uh, journalists, and they were saying mm. that, you know, uh, the growth that he has shown in the past four or five months has been exceptional, and he definitely mm. has to be in the contention for uh Spanish league call-up. But, you know, ign- ignoring that about Chiamini, getting back to the point that you want to talk about, for me, like, yeah, Choumane was decent. I mean, th- even in the pre-match, I was uh, like, I put it to the guys, you know, uh, we could start inst- with Choumane instead of Nacho today, and like in the in the media today, there were some rumors about Nacho not being one hundred percent fit. Maybe there was a niggle yeah. or something, but yeah, yeah. Choumane did did a decent job. Like he definitely helped us, you know, because Valencia was showing a lot of intensity, so getting uh, passes, the right passes under pressure was important. So Choumane definitely helped us in that regard.
0: Hundred um, percent. I want to talk about Nacho. You know, when, when they basically blew for the pen, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Nacho comes on. He 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 does it again. But then you know the replays kind of showed, and uh, yeah, brilliant tackle from Fran, man. I didn't I didn't know that he had this in his game. It was uh, pretty well timed, pretty well placed as well. Big up, Fran. Um, let's let's talk about the second goal quickly. Brahim again. You know he when he came on the first couple of touches i was like yeah yeah like he is basically jumping into a car that's going going over 200 miles per hour like he he's, he's gonna he's gonna you know take some time to get adjusted to to the pace of the game but once he did he started showing his his, his usual calmness, usual um you know uh slick movement you know uh that basically results in the second goal brilliant cross you know stands it up perfectly you know Vinicius basically has to exist over there really doesn't have to put any force behind it yeah more thoughts about the second goal
1: man I like I summed mm. it up if that goal had been disallowed I would have cried you know mm, that that is yeah. how how deeply I felt about that it wasn't just about the mm. goal it was just about the place also about the fact that Vinicius scored it Vinicius mm. like Real Madrid you know back to level terms in Westaya so that was like a story in itself and Boy, if, think. if if it had got gotten ruled out, I would have honestly cried. But like mm. you know, I'm pretty happy. The ball went in. Vinicius was at the right place at the right time again. You know, these these are the games. You know, these are the moments when the best players don't shy away from them. And Vinicius mm. totally showed us like why he's like one of the best in the world today. And like you said, Brahim, you know, comes on, uh, delivers, does the job once again. Uh, we, uh, I, my, I, I had doubts about him at the start of the season. Right now, you know, there, there, there is no. Uh, there is no space for doubts about him because he's completely shown that he belongs at this level. And I am starting to see the merit of arguments about Rodrigo being sent to the bench and uh, Brahim starting over. Till now, I was kind of, you know, uh, you know I was like hesitant about it. But now, after this game, after the way Rodrigo played today, I'm starting to have doubts about Rodrigo and, you know, the form he's going through. I, I think he needs to do something and change the situation around.
0: It's like, it's like super difficult for me to like, I just almost wish like, you know, we could just brush that under the carpet. That's what I tried to do with Rodrigo. Um, I wouldn't really again say that he was awful. But again, we expect so much from Rodrigo, man, please. Like, yes, he's, he's trying to, you know, change things up, you know, move over to the left side, try to combine more, you know, get, get a feel of the ball more. But again he 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 just has to be a lot more effective if he has to keep his place and you know come to Champions League. this this is this is going to be a huge litmus test for for Rodrigo, especially if he, if he's going to start, I 100 percent believe he's going to start at home against I mean, Leipzig. But
1: I would hmm. just also like to add that it's just not about Brahim, it's also about Jolo, you know because Jose Lu yeah. in some situations is going to give you some things that Rodrigo doesn't Brahim doesn't. And even he hmm. is pushing for a spotlight because you know he's been hmm. pretty good for us as yeah. much as you know we talk about him not being the level of a starting striker for Burnley like at least the starting striker the quality of the starting striker we are used to but man he's like he's definitely done a job this season the only mm-hmm. guy who hasn't done a job this season so far in the attack is rodrigo i mean there was a patch where he really did where, there was a
0: patch in november where he you yeah, know but was really good of that,
1: he, he has not shown the same level so for me i i was i was really hesitant to criticize him i was really hesitant to to dropping him On multiple occasions, I've said that, you know, Rodrigo has some qualities that Ancelotti is not going to drop him. But after today, after the sort of form that Brahim is showing on a regular basis, you know, not on one game, Mm. on a regular basis. But the funny thing is,
0: funny thing is when Brahim starts playing, when Brahim gets to start games regularly, you know, he he goes missing as well. So I don't know, man. I mean, mean, the thing is, like,
1: Mm. every time Brahim has played, like, started from the start, you know, started from the Mm. beginning, it has Mm. always been with Rodrigo and uh, Vinicius. Whenever yeah. he has played with, with Bellingham, you know Bellingham and maybe another guy, maybe one of Rodrigo. Or Vinicius, yeah, he has been really he has good. Been really good. So for mm-hmm. me, I want to, I, I kind of want to see, you know, Bellingham, Brahim, and Vinicius for once. Yeah, maybe they bring something different. The,
0: the, that yeah. definitely can bank. Like I've, I've, seen enough evidence to, to tell me that, you know, uh, their, their combination play, their, their, um, their basically telepathic sense of where you know each each other would be is is pretty good rodrigo is is finding it difficult it's just a rough moment you know the people who are you know basically asking for him to be sold on 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 social media i don't get it i don't get it this was the comment from from,
1: uh, rajat where he completely hmm? said that uh, Rodrigo. uh, will anybody take rashford to have benched up i I mean i kind of find that a little bit you know like it's a little bit did did, did Rajat really say that yeah he left a comment. that okay. I, I actually referenced it when we were first doing the comments. So, mm. I, I kind of find that low because I think Rodrigo has done more for Madrid than Rashford has ever done in his career because, you know, he, he scored he's the reason why we we won the Champions League in 2022. I mean, a big reason, not the only reason, but a big reason why.
0: You, you just have to watch five minutes of Rashford playing and then you know. Then you know. Like, I I hope you have seen the recent clips. who Was it against uh, Fulham? That that got viral where he tries to press a man and he's basically waving his arms. Like like a newborn child, you know, like uh you I mean, know, basically if, if, getting his mom to Pick him up, yeah.
1: I would like to let my like let our listeners in on a secret, you know. Bro, uh, you, so that really enjoys watching United when they lose. So. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. <100%.
0: laughs> I am. I am a huge admirer of the way they lose. It's so satisfying. It's the, the, the outcry, the outpour of emotion, you know, when when they lose. The meltdown is it's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. a, a huge, huge. Uh, um, how how do you call it the dirty guilty
1: pleasure? Yeah. You know, that, uh, that is huge. how we avoid huge. spending money on salt because you know he collects that from the United fans.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Well, overall, I mean, yeah, Rodrigo definitely needs to improve. You know, yeah, hundred
0: percent. Um, the, the, the Champions League is gonna is gonna it's gonna bring a turn out of him. You know, hundred uh, percent. I I just have that belief. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, turn my back on. My boy, especially, you know, on a on Champions League night. Leipzig would be a wake-up call. Um, but, yeah, some of the other perfo- performances, you know, we touched up on Modric. He was really good, really good. Um, I'm just super happy that, you know, uh, my kind of agenda that I started building with Francesco a couple of months ago is coming into fruition. And, you know, Modric is slowly getting his, you know, his mojo back. He's going to be super, uh, you know, crucial uh, leading up to the Champions League. Like I always, always believed. Um yeah uh who, who else who else are we missing more any any other big performers that you want to touch up
1: on no, I mean, um, for, for me the biggest storyline is coming to the game today was the fact that we had a poor first half that we already yeah. touched upon and then you know we yeah. kind of came back this day in strategy we started playing more towards the left more attacking from mm-hmm. the left you know especially in the second mm-hmm. half started off mm-hmm. well then sort of cooled, all, cooled down there was a, a brilliant save by Lunin, so you kind of have to oh yeah yeah yeah
0: 100 percent. 100 percent 101 yeah.
1: yeah, one-on-one, I, I believe it was that one was like, uh, it was Diego Lopez or Fran. Diego Lopez. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that guy, and so, you know, that save really kept us in the game at that moment, because if we had conceded then, I think definitely we were going to lose this game. Lunin
0: is coming up with very crucial saves. Yeah, player. Mm-hmm. and
1: the funny thing is like Farouk in the pre-match was, you know, completely changed 180. Now he that guy is like, he he's pro Lunin now, you know, he, he understands Oh, that. Be
0: really? Okay, okay. Something changed in Nigeria. Yeah? Something
1: happened mm. in Nigeria. I'm not sure what. I mean. I hope it isn't what we thought it would be, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely something uh, happened. So now it's
0: okay. not that. It's not that. Let's let's not get ahead of
1: ourselves. But, yeah, man, but uh, yeah. definitely, definitely. I think Lunin deserves credit for the way he has stepped up in Kutuzov's absence, especially after Kepa was brought in. You know, his position mm. was under threat. So another win for Unikalafat. You know, bringing in the right pe- people at the right
0: 100 100 100 100 um jude bellingham we we lightly touched upon him wasn't 100 percent fit he tried he really wasn't his usual self um his his tenacity was lacking you know you could you could clearly see he's, he's missing a step hopefully leipzig would you know ramp it up I, I i just hope you know like if he's like i know we can't really afford to drop him for Leipzig, you know, given given our, our uh you know options up, up top, but uh, yeah, if he's fifty or sixty percent fit, I wouldn't risk him. Not gonna lie. Um like like if he can come off the bench and be a bit more effective, I would take that. Um Ashi was mentioning in the comments, that I work from home, I am never left to work, I don't have to run the red light. Well, bro, if you if you like if you if you if you're gonna give me such excuses, like um, I would I would really run out of you the know. The only uh, thing I would
1: say is Ashik, you need to get out more. Maybe you'll have some experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's the grassmate, right? Um, <laughs> Ashik, was mentioning... Sinead, I think we should start wrapping up. We kind of run yeah, out yeah. of time because of technical limitations today.
0: 100%, 100%. Jacob Destas, uh, you know, but bless him. Actually, was final comment. Uh, Archie was mentioning, Brian makes a difference. Rodrigo is a waste of space. Holy shit. I shouldn't have read that. In Vinny's absence, but Rodrigo uh, struggles because Rodrigo is playing on left wing, which seems to be his comfort zone. Yeah, a lot many people believe that sentiment. But yeah, big up the chat bigger people uh, it has to be a little shorter this time around because of like what most the technical difficulties so big up our partners manscaped uh go check them out use the link in the pin comment and also in the description below lbr 20 to get 20 percent off and free shipping on manscaped.com they have a whole catalog of products you know they're of course the pioneers in below the waist grooming but they have stuff ranging from beard boxes deodorants launch you name it they have it uh show them some love show us some love and uh, don't forget our og partners on instagram remedy committee go check them out they're on a brilliant fan page do keep your eyes peeled out for our fan camps from madrid uh, especially you know on uh, on wednesday and we have a big preview coming up as well with justin we had uh, the pleasure to you know have as a guest um you know a couple of weeks back he'll be back hopefully monday 1 p.m est our usual preview slot for you guys and um yeah we have some other stuff in the pipeline as well hopefully you know we'll we'll be letting you know about that uh very shortly um it'll be over on at half channel um you know um barca boy basically i don't i don't like you know, saying that out loud but to pick up halfway we'll be over there hopefully uh tuesday as well 1 p.m est we have a new show coming on people so yeah keep your eyes peeled um big up our audio listeners as well every single time for sending in feedback it's 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 a really uh um it's really appreciated uh, from the bottom of our hearts it really makes a difference but yeah until next time people ala Ala-mad-ri.
1: madrid ala madrid